I want to begin in our own backyard. Sadly, we are making national news with the murder of a beloved synagogue leader named Samantha Wohl, who was found fatally stabbed Saturday morning. Uh, the Detroit police held a press conference a little earlier today and uh, say that they are kind of honing in. They're very cryptic about their progress, but said that they did not believe that this was a hate crime. They did not believe that this was an act of anti-Semitism. When pressed to say, well, how do you know that? They said, well, you have to kind of trust our process of how we pursue suspects and patterns. But at this time, we feel we can say that. I'm not sure what that means. We'll find out as we go on on the program. But more importantly in that in this moment, before we get to the forensics of what happened and, and who's guilty, a moment to remember who Samantha Wool was. I personally had never met her, but from what people who I know have told me, she was a remarkable woman. One of the people who knew her well was Rabbi Asher Lopatan, who worked with her, was her rabbi, and is on the line with us right now. Rabbi, thank you for coming on. For people who never met Samantha Wool, can you just tell us in a nutshell who and what she was? Yeah, she was beloved because she was a powerhouse and the sweetest person. Uh, she was an incredible bi bridge builder between communities. And I have to say that um, I worked with her. I'm the executive director of the Jewish Community Relations Council, HAC, and she was a board member and I'm involved in our Muslim Jewish committee in our coalition for black and Jewish unity. Um, her rabbi, really, of the downtown synagogue, is Rabbi um, Ariana Silverman. I mean, I'm a rabbi also, and I have my synagogue, but, um, and I did get to actually just see her a few weeks ago. You know, October 7th happened to be Simchat Torah, so that horrible, horrible day when we had to celebrate in the Jewish tradition um, the Torah. And, but the one thing that people loved about her is she was so affirming of everyone she met. She herself was a firm progressive Democrat, but she would affirm who you were. She would smile when she talked to you. Whatever, when you talk, she would nod her head, accept and listen, not necessarily agree, but listen and really take it in. Um, and that is so rare today that someone can have strong convictions. By the way, she was very loyal to the Jewish people, to Jewish causes, to Israel, uh, to organizations, American Jewish Committee. And at the same time, she built connections to Muslims, to Hindus, African-Americans, everyone, um, just because of the power of her accepting people, of respecting people as human beings. And when you're talking to someone, listen to them. You, again, it doesn't mean you agree with them, but listen to them. And she, she did that. And, and everyone who met her just really felt empowered and supported and, and beloved. Mm. She, the synagogue that she was a part of in downtown Detroit, you know, there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of uh, Jewish synagogues in downtown Detroit, and the restoration no. and rebuilding of that one was a, was a key part of her, of her work, was it not? Exactly, yes. That's the only freestanding synagogue in the city of Detroit, uh, and she worked so hard on that. And just a couple of weeks, months ago, was a celebration of the opening of the new building, of the of the renovated building. In fact, we she was supposed to 
be there for a joint board meeting between the synagogue and JCRC AJC this Wednesday. Uh, and tragically, it's, just, it's unbelievable that someone who just was about love and accepting people and building bridges should be killed in such a horrible way. And, and I, I thank God, I say thank God, but I'm, I'm, as a Jew, I'm relieved that it doesn't seem to have been anti-Semitism, but it was hatred. There was, I mean, she was yes. killed in such a vicious way. So well, we don't want to so speculate on, on that. I mean, the way that they're making it sound where there was no forced entry, where there was no, they don't believe it was motivated by anti-Semitism, something that they're willing to come out and say, and I'm sure they're not taking that lightly because police chief James White is no fool. And he knows mm-hmm. that if he is coming out and saying that there's a reason that he's saying mm-hmm. that. And, uh, yeah. and, and that leads me to believe that the person who did this or who they suspect did this knew her, uh, mm-hmm. and, and somehow got into her, you know, came to her, her home or maybe was with her when she came home from this wedding. I don't know. And I'm, I'm not going to speculate anything beyond that. But otherwise, how do you determine that it wasn't motivated by anti-Semitism? You haven't even arrested a person yet. So we'll see where that goes. But what's important is to to mourn her and to I understand that the ceremony, uh, the funeral services were today and that it was packed. And, uh, well, yeah, uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, a, thousand, a thousand people and uh, mm-hmm. uh so many, uh, Dana Nessel spoke, Attorney General, uh, there were members of Congress there, there were members of the State Senate there, there was uh, just, uh, I mean, just, and there was an imam who came, there were uh, Hindu leaders and African-American leaders, the head of the Federate, Jewish Federation, it was, yeah. everyone just loved her so much, and I hope we continue her legacy, I hope we don't, you know, crawl back into our caves, but we continue building right. bridges. Exactly. Thank you, Rabbi, for sharing a few memories of a woman I wish I had gotten to know, and it sounds like we all would have been better off uh, knowing her and and, uh, and 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 following some of the stuff that she did. Appreciate your sharing some memories with us. Thanks so much, Mitch, and stay strong. Mm-hmm. You too. It's 760 WJR.